the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, somebody's social media was hopping this morning because we had another instance of what is becoming a social media trend in Columbus. A car crashed into a family dollar store early today along Courtright Road in southeast Columbus. We will find out, I predict, that the car was stolen. This has become a thing. Steal a car. Oh, come on, man. That's de rigueur. Everybody steals a car. We have 10000 every year. What can I do to get some street cred off stealing a car? Why don't you crash it into a school or into a store? Oh, that sounds like a good idea. Why don't you live stream it while you do it? So this happened this morning, and, of course, the person ran away, and they haven't found the person. Now, if the car was not stolen, it would trace the license plate, and voila, there would be the owner of the car, and you would know who was driving. But I guarantee you they will find out the car was stolen. And, yes, we had a lot of shootings over the weekend. We had a guy shot, killed, murdered in an alley in Franklinton. We had a guy shot. This was like the hit parade of Columbus violence over the weekend. Guy in Franklinton murdered in an alley. We have a 19-year-old guy was shot on I-71 in the shoulder, shot from another car. And then, miraculously to me, uh, Saturday around midnight on Oakland Park Avenue, we had a person shot in the head and another shot in the neck. And both are expected to survive. I'm a big no on getting shot in the head or neck or anywhere. But thankfully, we did not add to our murder total and appears we will not in either such instance. Uh, By the way, this coming Saturday, which isn't this coming Saturday, the big pride parade in Columbus? Oh, they won't be able to contain all the pride. Handy Andy Ginther and other Ohio Democrats will be holding a rally Saturday to oppose Issue 1, the special ballot initiative that would hike to 60%, the standard needed to amend the Ohio Constitution. The rally will be held at 10 a.m. Saturday at the Columbus Park of Roses. I thought for a second they were going to hold it downtown and wherever the Pride Parade ends. So that way they would have a an abundance of uh, LGBTQ advocates who would most certainly be aligned with the effort to not raise the standard to amend the Ohio Constitution. Maybe I have the day wrong for the Columbus Pride Parade. I will not be noting it on my calendar on my phone. Unless, of course, Google puts it on my phone without my permission, which those of you who have an Android phone, check your calendar. I guarantee you on June 1st, will be something on there that you did not put on your phone, and it will be the start of Pride Month. Thank you, Google, for being so helpful. Now, Donald Trump in Miami tomorrow. Jack Smith came out Friday, the special prosecutor, the former war crimes prosecutor, uh, detailed what's in the indictment. Supposedly there's a audio tape of Trump talking to a reporter. We don't know who the reporter is yet. 
about Iran and about military plans to invade Iran. Trump says something along the lines of, I could have classified this. I didn't. I shouldn't show it to you. The transcript of it sounds very Trumpian. It just does. The the speech pattern, the way he repeats things, the way he brags, it sounds very, very Trumpian. We'll see where we go from here. The challenge for us as conservatives is to not become what we despise. Do not become what we despise. We despise the unequal application of the law. If Trump did this, if Trump is guilty, we cannot allow the fact, yes, I'm saying the fact, I know you're innocent to proven guilty, but the fact that Hillary Clinton was guilty of much the same thing, the fact that Joe Biden is guilty of much the same thing, we cannot allow, whataboutism is not a plea in court, nor is the motivation, I'm told, of the Justice Department. Now, Jack Smith may have erred, the special prosecutor, in putting Hillary Clinton's name in the indictment, which was stupid, but he's a Democrat, so of course. Because this may give Trump license for his attorneys to bring up the way that Comey and the FBI and the DOJ did not prosecute Hillary Clinton. It may give Trump license to get that into court. Will he be convicted in Miami? Our friend Matt Mayer, OpportunityOhio.org, OhioMatt.com, says he doesn't think so because the people in Miami, it's pretty likely that somebody who's Hispanic will get on the jury and they take a very dim view of dictators and tyrants in the city of Miami because many of them have fled one or whose ancestors did in Cuba. But if we can divorce ourselves from the temptation, and it is a temptation, and temptation is not good. You know where temptation comes from, right? Not a good place. If we can divorce ourselves from the temptation to shriek about Trump being innocent until he has proven so, and use as the reason why he is innocent the fact that other Democrats have been guilty and have not been prosecuted, then we should evaluate this case on its merits. And I think the fact that Bill Barr, who was Trump's attorney general, said the things that he said on Fox News Sunday demonstrates clearly the delineation between Democrats and Republicans. Because can you imagine if, let's enter into our fantasy world, shall we? Three years from now, we have a Republican president and Joe Biden is indicted and Hunter Biden are indicted for things they did in Ukraine, things they did in China, lies they told, their labyrinth of 20-plus offshore accounts is exposed, and we see the millions that were given to them. So all of a sudden, the vast Joe Biden beachfront real estate empire makes financial sense to us. Can you imagine Merrick Garland going on Fox News Sunday or MSNBC or anywhere else and eviscerating Biden for his lawlessness? No, I can't either, because Merrick Garland is not somebody who prosecutes the law without fear or favor, which he keeps saying. And every time he says it, if he were subjected to the same uh, biological 
phenomenon as Pinocchio, Merrick Garland's nose would be 30 feet long by now. No, but Bill Barr went on Fox News Sunday yesterday, and he went through all the so-called exonerations that the people like Jim Jordan and others are voicing to exonerate Trump for what is in the indictment. And you will often hear that, no, no, Donald Trump should not be subjected to the Espionage Act and the tenants in the Espionage Act. He should be subjected to the Presidential Records Act, which essentially would allow him to do whatever he wanted to do with classified documents because he was a president. Bill Barr on that. It started out under the Presidential Records Act and and the archives trying to retrieve documents that Trump had no right to have. But it quickly became clear that what the government was really worried about were these classified and very sensitive documents. I was shocked by the degree of sensitivity of these documents and how many there were, frankly. And uh, so the government's agenda was to get those, uh, protect those documents and get them out. And I think it was perfectly appropriate to do that. It was the right thing to do. Uh, And I think the counts under the Espionage Act uh, that he willfully retained those documents are solid counts. Now, I I do think we have to wait and see what the defense uh, says and and, and what proves to be true. But I do think that even half what Andy McCarthy said, which is if even half of it is true, then he's toast. Now, that is hard to hear, and it is not pleasant to contemplate. But if we really want to not be what angers us about the other side. If we do not want to add to the ruination of America's founding values, then we have to commit to not becoming what we despise, which is a hard partisan, which is a hack who looks the other way when things in the law deter us from doing what we'd like to do to give the person who we do not agree with what we perceive that they deserve. I know it's hard, but what's worse is the realization that the person looking back at you in the mirror looks an awful lot like your enemy rather than who you really want to be. When I talk about the danger of succumbing to the desire to fight Democrats the way they fight us, I said that you have to resist the temptation to become what you despise. Uh, A very clear reminder of that is in what has happened to Keith Olbermann. Now, there was a day when Keith Olbermann was popular throughout the United States because he was like a funny, witty ESPN Sports Center anchor. Uh, Then he became a whacked MSNBC commentator. And he has become so deranged in his hatred of Donald Trump that, contemplate the gravity of the sentence I'm about to speak, he has become so deranged in his hatred of Donald Trump that Keith Oberman is too partisan for MSNBC. Keith Oberman is now a sad, pathetic shell of a man who has retained the title of his show that used to be nationally broadcast on MSNBC, although now it is podcasted from his apartment where he's disheveled and not well put together like he would be if he were on television, ranting and raving 
ad nauseum about Donald Trump. In a special weekend Trump indictment edition of the Countdown podcast, <laughs> I am sorry only that this is not a capital case. <laughs> the indictment underscores it. Donald Trump is treacherous, traitorous, treasonous. Quote, the classified documents Trump stored in his boxes included information regarding defense and weapons capabilities of both the United States and foreign countries. But uh, I'm, I'm going to stop it there. I mean, this is so pathetic. He's got he's got whiskers everywhere. His hair is everywhere. His glasses is weird, goofy, half orange, half yellow. He's filming this in the hallway of his apartment. It's pathetic. This is what happens when you hate. This is what happens when you succumb to your worst base desires. You think you still got it. You think there's nothing. You think everything is nothing wrong with me. It's wrong with you. That's what the problem is with you. No, don't become that. Don't become what you despise. It's difficult, though, because there is, and I don't know if this is unintentional, maybe, maybe not, there's a brilliance. In the indictment of Donald Trump, not in the great investigative acumen of the law enforcement arms. No, it's in the political fallout. Because if you're Ron DeSantis or Tim Scott or Vivek Ramaswamy, I guess it's Vivek, Vivek Ramaswamy, or any other Republican candidate, you can't really engage in the kind of campaigning you want to engage in as long as this Trump indictment is hanging over Trump because so many people are so aligned with Trump and so angry, justifiably, about what is happening to Donald Trump that it neuters other people's campaigns. That's the brilliance of it. But back to the indictment itself. Here is Trump's former attorney general, Bill Barr, about his opinion of what is in the 37-count indictment. It's a very detailed indictment, uh, and it's very, very damning. And this idea of presenting Trump as a victim here, a victim of a witch hunt, uh, is ridiculous. Yes, he's been a victim in the past. Yes, his uh, adversaries have obsessively pursued him with phony claims. And And I've been at his side defending against them when he is a victim. But this is much different. He's not a victim here. He was totally wrong uh, that he had the right to have those documents. Those documents are among the most sensitive secrets that the country has. He, they have to be in the custody of the archivist. He had no right to maintain them and ret- retain them. And he kept them uh, in a way uh, at Mar-a-Lago that anyone who really cares about national security, would, their stomach would churn at it. Now, I think Bill Barr is an honest broker, and I know that'll make a lot of you mad because Bill Barr is not foursquare in Donald Trump's pocket the way Jim Jordan is, the way that Marjorie Taylor Greene is, the way J.D. Vance is. Two things can be true at once. I think J.D. Vance has a brilliant political future. I think he needs to be very careful about compromising it by being so all in with Donald Trump. I think Jim Jordan has done phenomenal work in Congress, and I think he's capable of doing additional fantastic work in Congress. But he does need to be careful that he doesn't go too far over the top. They, Vance and Jordan, have to not become what they despise. They despise the unequal application of the law. But because Biden is guilty and because Hillary is guilty and because Hunter is guilty and Clapper and Comey, and I could go on and on and on and on, does not mean Donald Trump is not guilty. And if you can... 
get into that mindset, then you have preserved your integrity and your character. I, I mean, I don't know. You have to reserve the right that he might be found guilty. I don't know if he's guilty or not. But I'm saying to just say, well, they're, they're not prosecuted, so he can't possibly be guilty, is not a position of integrity and character. It's not a truth position. Therefore, though I am greatly tempted to adopt it, and though I would not be sorry if he's exonerated totally, I have to check myself because I have in the past succumbed to the desire to exact my own revenge on my own terms and instantly been left aware of how empty it is when you engage in that. Now, Trump calls this the box hoax. And I will say this. I do not believe for a second the veracity of the photos that are being shown. I don't believe... My impression of Miralago is that it's a pretty spiffy place. Not the kind of place where boxes of classified documents or unclassified documents are willy-nilly upset and strewn around the grounds. Oh, look, this, this box fell on the floor and the documents slid out all over everything. Should I pick them up, the maid says? No, just leave them there. Wait for the Justice Department to come in with a search warrant and take photos of them and put them on Twitter and every other social media. So I believe the photos could be staged. But just because there was a Russia hoax does not mean that this is a box hoax, as Trump calls it. And Bill Barr discusses those two things. There was no problem or issue underlying the Russiagate claim. It was an effort to knock him out with a false claim. Here, I think the government acted responsibly. They gave him every opportunity to return those documents. They acted with restraint. They were very deferential to him, and they were very patient. They talked to him for almost a year to try to get those documents, and he jerked them around. They finally went to a subpoena, and what did he do? According to the government, he lied and obstructed that subpoena. And then they did a search, and they found a lot more documents. And they're not even, I don't think they're even sure now whether they have everything. So they acted in a very patient way, and, and what they were met with was, according to the government and the, and the indictment, very egregious obstruction. We hate it when Eric Holder and Christopher Ray lie and obstruct a subpoena. If we are people of truth, character, and integrity, though it is hard to do, we have to hate it and not accept it if, if, if that is proven what Donald Trump did in this case. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.